You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink the intelligence. In the wake of the riot, insurrection, coup, terrorist attack, bunch of yahoos, call it what you will, on January the 6th in the Capitol in Washington, D.C., been a lot of accusations that have been thrown out about what happened and why it happened, or maybe more importantly, why it was allowed to happen, why it wasn't prevented. Some of these accusations have uh, looked at why the police presence was not more robust, pointing out that for earlier demonstrations such as Black Lives Matter, there seemed to be a whole cohort, a whole series of phalanxes of police officers and heavily armed people with scary looking weapons and scary looking faces that prevented any kind of violence from breaking out. And yet when the violence actually did break out by a bunch of right wing nut jobs and wankers and, and Trump supporters, that the police was simply not there. A lot of criticism over the fact that Capitol Police allowed the protesters to gain entrance to the Senate and create mayhem and vandalism as they went there. A lot of criticism about you know, why this thing wasn't taken seriously by a lot of people in the United States, accusations of bias, accusations of infiltration uh, of the far right within maybe law enforcement agencies or government organizations, uh, accusations that maybe even some of the law enforcement officers were somehow involved in what happened in the melee that was January the 6th. The one accusation that I want to talk a bit about today is this notion that January the 6th and, and the, the damage and the death of the one police officer, uh, several injuries, the, the vandalism, the destruction of files, the theft of furniture, the breaking of windows, etc. was in fact an intelligence failure. Not surprisingly, given the fact that I worked in intelligence for more than 30 years, I'm going to push back a little bit against that notion today. Surprise, surprise, this is a bit of a sensitive issue for me because I did devote my life to intelligence. It means a lot to me. I think I have a pretty good understanding of what intelligence is and what it isn't, what it can do and what it can't do. And I don't think that what can be described on January the 6th was in fact an intelligence failure. What it was, was a failure to act on the intelligence. Now, what do I mean by that? This is not just, you know, uh, splitting hairs here. This is actually a really important distinction. Those agencies which are responsible for gathering intelligence. So in Canada, that would be CSIS, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, or Communications Security Establishment, CSE, Signals Intelligence, both of which I work for, or the RCMP, or even your local law enforcement agency. In the States, that would be the FBI, uh, other local law enforcement. Their job is to gather information. Now, generally speaking, when that information is not overt, it's not public, we call that intelligence. We call that secret. And the ways that this intelligence can be gathered are, are multiple. You can gain intelligence through a human source or a human agent, somebody who infiltrates a terrorist cell or infiltrates uh, a foreign interference cell or foreign espionage cell. You can gain intelligence through communications that you intercept. Now in Canada, that's under a federal court warrant. You can gain intelligence through surveillance. You can gain intelligence through imagery be satellite imagery or just a guy sitting in a car with a camera with a telephoto lens taking pictures of bad guys doing bad things or planning to do bad things. Once that intelligence, that's called raw intelligence. That's just simply the gathering of the information. At that point, it has to be looked at. It has to be analyzed. 
It has to be determined just how accurate the information is because surprise, surprise, people lie sometimes when you ask them questions. And most importantly, it has to be corroborated. Corroborated through multiple sources because any one source, even if they're a proven source, can be wrong on a given occasion. So you try to gather the same information, the same types of data from multiple sources. If multiple sources are all saying the same thing, there's a greater likelihood that there's some veracity, some truthfulness in the, in the information you've gathered. Once all that's done, you kind of put your mind to it, you do a bit of analysis, you, you wrap it up, you put a bow on it, and then you distribute that intelligence to your, your customers, your clients. And in my time at, in, in Canada, that would be government departments, uh, that might be law enforcement agencies, it might be foreign partners with whom we had intelligence sharing agreements, etc., etc., etc. The bottom line is that on occasion, you might have the best intelligence in the world and one of two things happens. Either it's not given to the right people at the right time, which means there's a problem in your distribution network. There's some kind of a gap or some kind of a shortage whereby the people that should be seeing the intelligence aren't seeing it. And that's something you have to identify and try and fix. Or on another occasion, the people who receive the intelligence ignore it, or they reject it, or they just don't pay any attention to it. From everything that I've seen over the past week or so, and it was a week ago today, or rather yesterday, that the morons invaded the capital, there was ample intelligence that was produced, that was collected, corroborated, shared, and distributed, and it wasn't acted upon. So whatever we call what happened on January the 6th, it was not an intelligence failure. It was a failure to act on the intelligence. Why was it not acted on? Well, that's for the realm of speculation. I, it, it could very well be it didn't get to the right people at the right time in enough time to do something about it. It could very well be that people didn't take it seriously. Certainly from my time in Canada over three decades, I saw lots of government departments that couldn't give a rat's ass what the intelligence agency said. They had their own agendas their own sources of information and they didn't want to hear from us. I also want to comment on this notion that somehow that the agencies that receive the intelligence did not act upon it because they were sympathetic to the agendas and to the programs and to the desires and intentions of some of the rioters on January the 6th. What I'm going to say is not going to be popular. That strikes me as largely a conspiracy theory in the same way that QAnon has conspiracy theories about satanic pedophile cults and lizard people. I'm not saying that there's nobody within the FBI or the DC police or any other law enforcement agency in the United States that there aren't individuals who are sympathetic to, or even more so, followers of the types of garbage that Donald Trump spouts. And thankfully, spouted in, in, in seven days' time will be spouted past tense. There's no question to me that there are some people who see the world through the same eyes and are probably influenced by these right-wing movements and may have their own agendas for not acting upon it. But to say that the entirety of the FBI is somehow in cahoots with QAnon and the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys and fill-in-the-blank boys who wanted to overturn Biden election, that believed it was stolen, that wanted to cause mayhem, that wanted to kidnap members of Congress. So the, the entire FBI is like that? I would put that in the same rubbish bin as I, I would the predictions of the infamous Q 
whose predictions, by the way, are 100% wrong so far, which makes you wonder why people are still following him. We can believe that certain individuals are biased, racist, anti-Semitic, Islamophobic, etc., and that some of these individuals may in fact wear the uniform of a law enforcement agency or work for the FBI. In fact, I'd be surprised if nobody within those organizations shared these views. There's no reason for me to believe that these agencies don't have their own bad apples. I think they do. But to somehow contend that the FBI as an organization turned a blind eye to the intelligence it was getting because it somehow secretly wanted it to happen? Well, you must believe that the moon is made of green cheese and that the Maple Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup this year because those are both mythical elements. The FBI and its counterparts are not inherently part of the problem. They have their issues, they have their shortcomings, but they're doing the best job they can. I noticed just today they issued a warning for potential violence on Inauguration Day, which I think there is a high potential for violence. But the, the bottom line for me in all this story is that this was not a failure of intelligence, it was a failure to act upon it. And, and I'm getting a little tired of seeing people who never worked in intelligence coming out categorically state, saying this was a failure. For those of you who couldn't spell intelligence, let alone know what it means, do you also criticize doctors when they lose patients? Are you now calling for surgical failures when people die on the operating table? When the weatherman gets it wrong, are these meteorological failures because the weatherman got it wrong? Do us a favor, walk a mile or a kilometer in Canada in our shoes before you start talking about failure. Anyhow, that's my view on what happened on January the 6th. I just wish I could stop hearing the words intelligence failure. Gonna end off this quick hits with my usual feature, the pearls of wisdom from the Hardy Boys, from the Hardy Boys Guide to Life. And this comes from The Secret of the Old Mill. It's often easier to sleuth under cover of night. So if you're involved in a counterterrorism investigation or a counterintelligence investigation, do yourself a favor and do your sleuthing at night. It's far easier. That's what I think on these things. Love to hear what you think. You can reach me on email borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealisaves. You also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like this content, I heartily recommend you subscribe. Go to my website, borealisthreatenrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button. You'll find all the podcasts and blogs. And they'll give me your email address and it'll be sent to you uh, on a daily basis, free of charge. There are advantages to being a subscriber. You'll get unique material that non-subscribers do not get. Love to hear your feedback on this podcast. Do you think it was an intelligence failure? What is your understanding of what intelligence failure means? Love to hear your feedback on this as well as other podcasts, ideas for future podcasts. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.